and nobody must know it. Is it possible that I am not fit for my office? No, no, I cannot say that I was unable to see the cloth. Now, have you got nothing to say? said one of the swindlers, while he pretended to be busily weaving. Oh, um, it is very pretty, exceedingly beautiful, replied the old minister, looking through his glasses. What a beautiful pattern! What brilliant colours! I shall tell the emperor that I like the cloth very much. We are pleased to hear that, said the two weavers, and described to him the colours and explained the curious pattern. The old minister listened attentively that he might relate to the emperor what they said, and so he did. Now the swindlers asked for more money, silk and gold cloth, which they required for weaving. They kept everything for themselves, and not a thread came near the loom, but they continued, as hitherto, to work at the empty looms. Soon afterwards, the emperor sent another honest courtier to the weavers to see how they were getting on, and if the cloth was nearly finished. Like the old minister, he looked and looked, but could see nothing, as there was nothing to be seen. Is it not a beautiful piece of cloth? asked the two swindlers, showing and explaining the magnificent pattern, which, however, did not exist. I'm not stupid, said the man. It is therefore my good appointment for which I'm not fit. It is very strange, but I must not let anyone know it. And he praised the cloth, which he did not see, and expressed his joy at the beautiful colours and fine pattern. It is very excellent, he said to the emperor. Everybody in the whole town talked about the precious cloth. At last, the emperor wished to see it himself while it was still on the loom. With a number of courtiers, including the two who had already been there, he went to the two clever swindlers, who now worked as hard as they could, but without using any thread. Is it not magnificent? said the two old statesmen who had been there before. Your Majesty must admire the colours and the pattern. And then they pointed to the empty looms, for they imagined the others could see the cloth. What is this? thought the Emperor. I do not see anything at all. Oh, that is terrible. Am I stupid? Am I unfit to be Emperor? Oh, that would indeed be the most dreadful thing that could happen to me. Really, he said, turning to the weavers, your cloth has our most gracious approval. And nodding contentedly, he looked at the empty loom, for he did not like to say that he saw nothing. All his attendants who were with him looked and looked, and although they could not see anything more than the others, they said, like the emperor, Oh, it's very beautiful. And all advised him to wear the new magnificent clothes at a great procession which was soon to take place. It's magnificent, beautiful, excellent, one heard them say. Everybody seemed to be delighted and the emperor appointed the two swindlers, imperial court weavers. The whole night previous to the day on which the procession was to take place, the swindlers pretended to work, and burned more than sixteen candles. People should see that they were busy 
to finish the emperor's new suit. They pretended to take the cloth from the loom, and worked about in the air with big scissors, and sewed with needles without thread, and said at last, The emperor's new suit is ready now. The emperor and all his barons then came to the hall. The swindlers held their arms up as if they held something in their hands, and said, These are the trousers, this is the coat, and here is the cloak, and so on. They are all as light as a cobweb, and one must feel as if one had nothing at all upon the body, but that is just the beauty of them. Indeed, said all the courtiers, but they could not see anything, for there was nothing to be seen. Does it please your majesty now to graciously undress, said the swindlers, that we may assist your majesty in putting on the new...